Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Chris Lamb joins us, Wichita State volleyball coach. Shockers uh, are hot right now, having played well. Hey, Lambo, how are you, man? Great. Thanks for having me back on. Well, we uh, we're always going to have you back on. So, is this your twenty fourth season with the Shockers? Um, twenty three, I think. Twenty three. Jeff says twenty four. Uh, GoShockers.com uh, says twenty four. So, well, who knows, well, really? <laughs> two thousand. I got here in two thousand. So, yeah, we're getting there. It's your twenty fourth year. Yes. Okay. So amazing. So I'm gonna yeah. I'm, I'm looking at I'm I'm looking at the the volleyball page on GoShockers.com and I'm I'm gonna point something out and not that you're not aware of it but I want your reaction. You were swept by SMU uh, last Friday down in Dallas. Saturday or I'm sorry Sunday you came back and won the match three games to one. How important was that for your team to get past being swept and then coming back two days later? and beating SMU. Right. I mean, even if even if it was like the old Missouri Valley where you'd go play in a Northern Iowa, top one, two, or three, and then the next night you got to go play Bradley, who at that time was down at the bottom, and you were just happy to recover and beat anybody after uh, getting swept uh, or a disappointing performance. So, to beat them, um, they're loaded, um, very, very talented. And, you know, just a few adjustments, um, not many, but, you know, we played harder. And, you know, it was like stop hoping to win and start expecting to win and, you know, just react better with each other. And it wasn't, it wasn't like there was a whole lot of change, but we definitely were – playing well right from the start. We got off to a big lead early. Uh, they started to press, which you see from time to time from teams that haven't been there often and felt pretty good the rest of the way. So what was Saturday like then? Was And I guess how do you decide or, or what are the factors that help you decide after a loss whether to kind of go easy and, you know, we're tired or whatever the, the reason might be uh, and kind of back off a little bit uh, between that and kind of being more intense and, hey, we got we to gotta figure this out. How do you decide how to kind of uh, deal with a loss? Yeah, well, I trust my gut. You know, it, 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 it didn't seem like it was blown assignments or, you know, 
something we should have been trying to do differently. Um, just way more to do with effort and and belief and you know execution will follow. I think, but you know we we didn't we didn't have a lot of magic on our Saturday practice. We did we did make a few changes to affect a few of their players, and it worked. Um, you know they got that All American transfer from Florida State. Uh, we, I was told she'd never hit negative in her career in her fifth grad transfer year. We got her to hit negative. So, you know, that was a job well done. And just to, just buttoned up everything. The serve and pass game was better for us. Um, we had a couple girls couldn't get on the scoreboard on Friday night or, or Sunday. They were great. But we we didn't really, like, you know, get all angry or get on them. It was just, look, you're either going to do this or you're not. We chilled. We had a nice practice. We had a nice dinner. We took them out to a that medieval times place. I'd never been there before. We just kind of sat through that whole thing, and girls had fun. And you know, it's just just hoping that was the right recipe, and it turned out to be good for us. Shocker volleyball five and one in the American Athletic Conference, uh, and uh, like I said, on a hot streak. Go down to New Orleans this weekend to play Tulane back-to-back Friday and Saturday. Chris Lamb with us. Do you like the format in the American now where you're playing teams in your division uh, two games in a row, two matches in a row? Well, you know, we had to fight for a lot of stuff this year with new coaches coming in and some moratoriums they put on us from the past. And it was real frustrating for me. I picked and chose my battles things I really wanted. I wasn't so sure about the double header thing, but it does save money. Um, I, I, I'm worried about Saturday or the, the second match, whether it's Saturday or Sunday, not being very good. Uh, you know, we've had right from the start, teams would win on the first day and then blow people out on the second day. So right off the bat, it didn't feel like that second match was going to have a lot of energy, but it's starting to even itself out a little bit as conference goes on. So I'm just going to reserve judgment. If it has SMU leaving the league, we're at 13 next year. It won't really make uh, it really won't make this format we're using right now make a whole lot of sense. But um, right now, I'm just laying low on that one. I, I don't know yet, but uh, it hasn't it hasn't been bad to us yet. But I um, I just. I just hope fans show up for the second match and it's, you know, not just a kind of a pushover situation, but, you know, we'll see. So we had uh, Natalie Foster on the show a couple of weeks ago and she's kind of been hovering and at times above that uh, 400 mark. Uh, how do you put that in perspective? Cause your overall hitting percentage is really good at 236, and, and then there she is up near 400. So do we need like a 400 Louisa rise type watch on her or what? Uh, well, um, maybe. I, I mean, <laughs> we, we set standards and goals, and Frosty knows what she's capable of, but she's being targeted now big time by our opponents, so it's it's getting a little bit tougher. But, you know, we've done a nice job with that position around here over the years. It's like we call that the M2 position. There's two different middle jobs, and she does one of them at a very, very high level, and we try to keep her as busy as we can. But you know, she's elevated her game, and, and people are coming after her, um, chasing her all over the place, as they probably should, and she's responding. I'm glad you guys had her out there. She's, But I'll tell you what, the, 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 not getting enough credit for her improved blocking. That's where she's 
made the most strides in her game and super proud of her for that because that was definitely a goal for the season. Chris Lamb, our guest, Wichita State's volleyball coach. We asked her uh, when she was on uh, what she made of the strength of schedule in the preseason. It was very difficult. Um, what do you think of it in hindsight? Are you glad you loaded up? Yeah, but there's two ways to look at it. There's good. There's teams that are good, and there's teams that are successful. So you, you think of strength of schedule, you think of power five teams, you think of top 25 teams, but the RPI doesn't know the difference. RPI only knows who wins and who loses. So uh, we, know the, we know the schedule was loaded with good teams, but now those good teams have to go out there and win a lot for it to help us. And Texas Tech's not doing as well. Illinois is not doing as well um, once they've got into conference and uh, Notre Dame is hanging in there, but you know, that that's really the key to it is to schedule winners, play winners and beat some of the winners and then have a nice season yourself in your own conference. So I, I am a little worried that our schedule was tougher in reality than it is on paper, meaning by how successful they are. I mean, literally, literally the, you know, the, the, the RPI wouldn't know the difference between a bottom major league team and a top double A team. It just knows, it just knows record. So, you know, you're trying to play winners for RPI. And when you go out and play better teams, but they don't win enough, the RPI doesn't recognize that and uh, you're hurting for it, but we're in the fifties right now. We're hanging in there. Uh, It's better than we were last year. We just need our non-conference portion of the schedule to, to do their job. Shockers are doing our job. We need the non-con to, to do well. We had no idea, but Omaha, which is always a 22, 25 win team. They went out and put the most difficult schedule together you could imagine. And they were winless in their first 11 non-conference matches uh, until they beat Bradley for their last match before conference. So there was a team on our schedule that went one in 11. Now they're going to do better in conference and come back, but they won't reach 20 wins. So, you know, you can't, you can't, you can't know these things when you're scheduling how, how hard uh, other programs are going to schedule, but how, how successful your opponents are is actually more important than how good you know them to be. And that's where the magic is. But you guys are right. We played a very good schedule and we did a nice job. I think we're, I think we're a, a B plus a minus 12 and five team right now. And I feel good about it. So did did the weekend last last weekend? I'm just curious how you approached that because you had you had swept your previous two opponents, uh, and then you have the rough outing against SMU, um, and then you dominate the next three, including two two more sweeps. So, uh, you know, was was that just kind of a restoration of your belief? Was there anything that that came out of that uh, that loss that you know can linger, or was that just a blip on the radar to you? Well, so. In, inside of those wins, there was also some bad you know, individual performances. So we were we were putting on the board just how delicate this is. Whether the team won or lost, we're sort of stacking uh, performances. And you know, it's one thing to say when you play bad. You know, you'll you know, there's always you know, if you play really really good, and people say, well, there's regression to the mean. You're going to come back. You know, and then if you play bad, you're like, well, there's progression to the mean. It's just you're, you you hope you don't have big valleys and big peaks. And, you know, we, we've had some we've had some performances this year that have been odd that way within 
between one match to the next, we've had players be, you know, first team all conference all the way down to, wow, we, maybe we don't even have them in the lineup. So we think we put some of that behind us so far. So good. Um, but that's really the challenge is to be consistently good. And, and we, we have, we have the most balance of, of offense in our conference. If you go look at the stats, dig a little deeper, you'll see that we set everybody uh, about the same amount. Nobody in our league is even close. So if we're all playing well, we are very hard to keep up with. So that's, uh, that's important for us to, you know, have everybody really, you know, doing a good, good job with a couple of great performances each night. And that's how it's been going for us. And that's what we kind of expect moving forward. Chris Lamb, our guest, Wichita State Volleyball Coach. There is no doubt uh, that you have increased the awareness, visibility, and popularity in volleyball in Wichita, Kansas, in your 24 years. I commend you for that. How do you, how do you explain what happened at Nebraska? 90-some thousand going to a volleyball match outdoors at their football stadium. How does that happen? What, what makes that happen? Well, it wouldn't happen everywhere. Um, you know, the great Terry Pettit, the great co- volleyball coach at Nebraska, I mean, he got that whole region excited about volleyball. And, you know, it's just it's just a state where the girls will play volleyball and not basketball. They're aspiring to be volleyball players. And, you know, the, just, the, just the number of Division One recruits that come out of a small populace between – you know, Lincoln to halfway through, you know, on into Iowa. It's amazing for when you look at how little population is there, how many Division One players come from there. And um, with that is fans. So if Nebraska is going to put something like that together, Husker Nation is going to show up. And it wasn't just about Nebraska volleyball. They had, they had the other teams there. Omaha was there. Several of the D2 teams also played. Um, but they, they marketed the heck out of it. And, you know, I, I, we knew them to be around 70,000. They, they talked about how they could get nine over 90 if they made a change to the concert schedule that they had, the seating would go differently. And, uh, once they did that, they targeted the largest, uh, event for, you know, any women's sport sporting event in the history of women's sports. So they, they targeted it and they nailed it. And I'm not sure we're going to see this on a regular basis, but um, pretty neat to see. And I'm glad it got some uh, national recognition. Who you zeroing in on as the next Giants manager? If you've even had a uh, spare moment to think about that, uh, I don't. Maybe Bochi. How about that one? Can we get him back? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh, he doesn't I, have time to think about the Giants. Just asking. He's got volleyball and he's got the 49ers. It's true. Well, you're right about that, but I, I don't want you guys to jinx me. I, I just, uh, <clears throat> I, yeah, we're not going to talk about the 49ers right now, okay? I, I'm just going to sit back and enjoy what I got. And I listen to podcasts every night, and I'm pretty, I'm liking what I'm seeing, and let's stay healthy and let's go get one. Our best to your wife, Shannon, your family. Chris, we always appreciate you taking time to join us. Uh, best of luck again. On the road this weekend down in New Orleans to face Tulane, Wichita State Volleyball Coach Chris Lamb. Talk to you soon.
Thanks, guys. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.